Welcome to the Velvet Room. The velvet we can room. talk about our problems. Uh -huh. No good woman in these cheating dudes. All the relationship drama. Ain't nothing here off limits. So let's just begin it. No matter what the topic, it'll be fire. It'll be fire. Baby, have a seat hosted by your girl Cherry. Got some guests you want to meet. We gon' talk about relationships, sex, and all your problems. Not everybody be the same, but Velvet Room can help you solve. What's up, y'all? Already know what it is. It's another episode of Velvet Room Podcast. It's your girl Cherry Coke in the building. So tonight, special episode. I'm not sure if well, most of y'all seen uh, about what two months ago. A month, two months ago, I had life coach um, Dr. Barudi in here. We did a live healing session, and we just got so much of great feedback. Everybody was contacting, not only myself, but him too, for part two, um, for him to go a little bit deeper, hope not too deep. But I'm completely unaware of any type of questions or the, how the conversation is about to go, but introduce yourself again and take over. Uh, uh, again, um, Coach Baruti. I am the um, creator of the Otherhood, Manhood, Fatherhood conversation series, and our our most conversate our most popular uh, event is uh, called the Conversation Before the Conversation. Uh, we do that on a monthly basis. Um, I'm also the uh, wow. Partnered with my man Devin at Exclusive Cuts Barbershop with the Woodwall Show. So please stay tuned to check that out. Uh, in addition to that, I am president of Murdering Obesity While Looking Sexy. Okay. Okay. It's, uh, That's one of my problems. Yeah, my doctor said I was obese a couple months ago. It's, it's amazing how they say that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have, um, it's uh, a group that was created by. Uh, my friend, Miss April, the Queen Lions, and she is on a mission to shed pounds and assist everyone else in terms of trying to live a healthier lifestyle as well. Um, and I have a part of my partner uh, with the food truck, Jules Cafe. So look for us there. You can find us. And please, my man, Devin uh, Smith at Exclusive Cuts, look us up there. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And all and I'm thinking about it. everything that we do that I'm doing it has to do with healing. So, um, and that's why we're here tonight to uh, dive in deep. And uh, I will try to answer as much as possible. If I say stop, because today is kind of a day. So no, it's okay. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> but that's how it goes. We don't we don't want to push you. You pressure you going farther than you want to go. All right. Um, after we did part one, I didn't listen to it and go back and review it until I think maybe like three weeks had went by. Mm -hmm. I wanted to listen to it again and, and, and get a fresh take on it. And there were a few things um, that I thought we might try to tap into um, a little deeper. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> and they and I, for me, they I think there were things that I didn't think that were like really obvious because a lot of folks when they were talking to me, they were they they wanted to tell me where to go with you. 
<laughs> really? A what? Yeah, People yeah, want to see what I got to say like that? What, what, for you to what, say to me? What? It was like, oh, and when you were right here, oh, I just felt like it was a moment. And you, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So we, so we had a lot of that going on. Um, <laughs> but, so I, but I wanted to go to something that I thought wasn't as obvious. Mm. And, and I don't... Um, I don't like to determine how the conversation is going to go. Okay. So, but, um, uh, okay, let's, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just go here. Let me, let me try this. You making me nervous. No, 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 Shit. no, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's Shoot. not complicated at all. Talk so, clean. Okay, okay. Shoot. <laughs> okay, let me try this. Um, so, What is your definition of love? To be free. To be able to just be yourself and have somebody just love you through it all. So just being free, being able to be your own person, be within your own spirit. Do you feel free? I have felt free before. No. I don't think I ever felt all the way free, okay. to be honest. But I know that's how I, that's how I foresee love. That's okay. what I want. Okay, so when you when you when you look forward and you see what love is, love is freedom. Mm -hmm. But you don't feel free. So here's the thing: I have felt free. I have been able to like just release everything and be myself. But I guess um, it's still was like under conditions i'm free to be myself under conditions as long as i agree to certain things maybe then is that freedom if you got to conditions, a degree freedom has degrees freedom has levels <laughs> like, okay levels of this you're free to be who you are i mean not like that but like it's just you know, I said it last time, just don't be stupid. But I think love is free. Okay. So. If you. In terms of you loving someone and being loved by someone. Mm -hmm. But using the language freedom, what does that look like? I mean, okay. So if you could, if you could remove, um, a standard, a boundary, or a strength. Mm -hmm. What would you really like to remove? Having other people in the equ equation when it's not agreed, like a mutual agreement. Say more That's about my that. only what problem. You, what, 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 you, what do you say more about that? Like it's other people. Um, I would I would want to say ch cheating, but that'd be something like certain levels of cheating can be worked out and overlooked or whatever but just like just going outside of the boundaries that you created together like you're not supposed you're supposed to be free to like you know the boundaries and you don't even want to cross the boundaries not that you got to get threatened that if you cross these boundaries this is what's going to happen or because you cross these boundaries this is what's going to happen it's, you should just not be free but be free to make smart choices okay so you want to be, you want to be with, some, okay, so I'm going I'm to I'm I'm try to, 
package this up a, a, a certain way, and then we can go from there. Mm. So you born, you want to be free. You want the person you're with to be free, mm-hmm. but you don't. <laughs> but what you don't want to happen is you don't want, as part of their freedom, cheating. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking excessive. about excessive. Excessive? excessive cheat. I'm not saying any levels of cheating is okay. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm just saying that sometimes a instance of cheating isn't doesn't hold the weight enough for you to end what you have going on. I'm thinking that you can dig to the root of the problem of why the cheating actually had occurred. Right. But when it's excessive, then that's a that's a problem. Okay. So now we're talking about cheating. We we are. Um. Uh. I would use the word infidelity. Right. Yeah, I think infidelity is a better word than cheating because sometimes you can cheat on somebody you don't got no titles with. It's the infidelity issue, like all around. Okay, now we're talking. That's a better word. We're talking about sexual infidelity or are we talking about infidelity in general? I think because... that somebody can fall in love with someone and not even have sex with them. They can love like their mind, they love like what they can do for them. Like sometimes it doesn't even have to be a sexual act for you to really feel like your heart there other than being at home with somebody you're sleeping with every day so we're talking about a non-sexual affair we're talking we could talk about both i have a problem with both (laughs) (laughs) okay all right i I mean i much would rather it had been like just a sexual encounter and it was like okay so you using it for the benefits of that like you know like Physical thing, but now y'all got a mental connection. You and, feel something for her? Oh, oh now nah, you really broke me down. So okay, that might no, not make no, sense no, to no, some people, no, but for no, me, like no, I'm more of a mental sense. person, so that's a problem. Yeah, it makes it makes plenty of sense. All right. So you are actually more comfortable with I apologize, and and I'm saying more comfortable. <laughs> I say I use the word more comfortable. Okay, you you I'm can see it. you can, you can see fighting for fighting for the relationship to continue. If it's strictly a physical thing versus now, a let me mental say this. So, yes. However, it's levels to sexual encounters too. Now, if you're doing all kind of stuff, like you're really making love to this girl, you're doing some nasty shit to her, mm-hmm. it's a problem. If you just going and you sleeping with her, you know, it's just a regular. You know, you really getting your manhood released in a certain area that just maybe you wasn't feeling it right there with me. That's not okay. That's not what I'm saying, but I would be more okay with working through that. If it wasn't excessive working through that, then knowing that you literally have a whole mental like attraction to this person, like almost like you going back, like, like you, it's just deeper for me than sex. Like you really feel something for real. Like you're connecting with them in a place that I can't even connect with you. Okay, so let's say um, there's no sex, mm-hmm. but the level of intimacy in the non-sexual affair is tremendous. Mm-hmm. Is is that enough it's to a deal breaker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Because like you like y'all are really connecting on something that's not a physical something physical you can get from anybody. But for somebody to, like, stimulate your mind so much that you, like, loving them, like, their mindset, like, that hurts. Like, for me, that make that would make me feel more, more insecure, more, like, it'll make me feel really bad. And especially if they're, like, 
they're your best friend. I'm not your best friend. Like, you talking to me about stuff that you're not even talking to me about. Like, I might have a conversation. They're telling me stuff I don't even know about you myself or what's going on. That's, like, that's devastating. Okay, so, um, hmm. That, is that weird? No, 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 no. You, um. It's weird. No, it's not weird. It's not weird at all. <laughs> it's not weird at all. I, I got like three ways I, we can go with this. I'm trying to determine, uh, which, okay. So you s- use the word insecure mm-hmm. in terms of a non-sexual affair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you believe? That one man can fulfill all of your needs. Mm, I believe that they're capable of it. Like they can, they can learn to. I don't think they they just something that they have or they just it's already instilled in them. I believe they can learn it. Have you ever had that? One man fill all your needs. Mm, I thought I did. So, is that a yes or a no? I have had it. I just, I guess I didn't provide it for them, but I have felt like I've had it. Okay. One man for all your needs. You mm-hmm. didn't need, you have male friends? Mm-hmm. Why? Because they're my friends. Why didn't he replace them? Well, if I get that type of connection with somebody, like, sadly... You gonna replace everybody because it's like that's gonna be my best friend. That's who I want to. That's who I want to tell everything to. That's who I want to bond with. Like I'll go out with my friends on occasions, but I'm introduced them like that's your friend now too. Okay, this is what I heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> we sharing. Friends. Yeah, no, absolutely no. This is this is what I heard you say. I heard you say. I heard you contradict. I heard a contradiction. Tell me about All it. Right. So you you're saying that yes. A one person can't fulfill all of my needs, mm. but I have friends, mm. male friends. So if one person can, fulf- if one man can fulfill all your needs, mm-hmm. then why are there why are there other men present in your life? Because they're already there. I don't start new ones. Like when I have felt that way, I don't interact with anyone new, and I actually interact less with because I I am surrounded by male friends. Mm-hmm. So I do interact like as less like no one comes over and hang out. We don't have no, nobody's at the house. There's no phone conversations. It's basically when I see them, then we'll talk and link up and maybe speak on social media or something like that. But the friendship, I, I wouldn't want to say it diminishes, but it's like it kind of ceases because now it's like a pause. I have, yeah, because I, like, what I'm gonna talk to you about? If I'm talking to this person about everything. So why are you insecure? Um, you know, is <laughs> I'm typically don't don't carry like the don't display. I'm not gonna say carrying, but the like insecurity trait. However, like um, people make you people make you feel insecure, and sometimes yeah, people care. make you feel insecure. Yeah, they made me feel insecure because it's like certain things that I feel confident about. They have like, it's almost like sometimes people know your weaknesses or they'll test you to it and they'll make you feel that way. And it's like, I I used to not care about this. I used to feel confident in this area. I used to feel like this. And now I feel like 
I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. Um, I'm not good enough. I don't start to feel like, honestly, because sometimes I feel like I'm not pretty enough now. Sometimes I feel like I'm not young enough now. And it's because people have created those type of things with me. Like, I don't know. I allowed it. Okay. Now, there, there it is. You allowed it. Yeah. You allow someone else or other people into your universe Mm -hmm. and gave them the power to make, to control how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Why would you want to do that? You know, it's so crazy is that you don't see yourself in that situation it's almost like somebody that's in a dom- some sort of domestic situation, whether it's violent, like whether it's physical, whether it's verbal, whatever. It's like, because I had people that was in my circle that was telling me, and I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. I found myself falling out with everybody when they was like trying to tell me that, like, you all, you, this is not your character. When I have been in those situations on different occasions, not just one occasion, right. you know what I mean? But I don't see it. And until it's like too late and I feel like already entrapped in it. Like, I feel like I'm doing this because this is what I'm supposed to be doing or I'm being obedient almost in a sense because this is what I'm supposed to be doing or I'll be quiet on stuff when I feel like I should have a voice just to kind of keep the peace sometimes. But you don't see it happening till you are already there. Like I wasn't seeing signs or I was... Or maybe I was seeing them, but I was pushing it off, but I didn't realize, like, everything was so present and so, like, it's, like, black and white right in front of you, and I didn't see it until I was already there. Because I didn't care. Like, I didn't... You didn't care about... I didn't care about... It's not that I want to be controlled, but I do like being submissive. I do... um, if I meet somebody and they allow me to fall back so I can be the woman, I appreciate being there because it's a, a rare place that I get a chance to often go to. Mm-hmm. And so I fall back. And then so it's like I'm almost offering the control. And I don't realize it until it's too late and it has become bad. Because certain things so, not bad that that's controlling almost. I know it sounds weird, but certain things don't be bad. And you don't know it's bad until it's already bad. That makes sense. Kind of. Believe, no, believe it or not, I understand what you're saying. You do? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Let me say it back to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I felt like I was so, twisting myself up. But. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Um, would you agree that control is an illusion? Um... I actually... I've never thought about it like that, but now since you present it to me, I actually do. Okay. Because control is such a negative word, so it makes you. It, so yeah, it is, it is an illusion. Okay. Um, I don't, and and I and I'm not, you know, I'm just playing a little bit. I don't. One of the things I'm like, uh, in, a, in another show we did, there was this this thing on and on went, that went on and on and on about the word manipulation. Because mm-hmm. when we hear manip, when we hear the word manipulation, we tend to receive it in a negative context. Mm-hmm. But the word itself is not negative. Right. Right. Because you can, there is, manipulation is basically um, a way of getting people to behave or do or, 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 you know, 
say things in a in a certain way, and you can actually it can be used to to produce a good or a positive result. Mm-hmm. So same thing with control. It could because control is a form of manipulation, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it seems to be power driven, right? And you can relinquish control. You can relinquish power to someone mm-hmm. with yeah. limitations. So, okay. So what I'm hearing you say is you got sometimes you got so much going on and you can be overwhelmed so much that when someone comes along and they can they step up or they step in and they start handling things that you are normally used to handling mm. you get to take a break you get yeah. to you get to sit back you get to, to breathe a little bit so relax and i don't get that okay but what's the trade off i mean i'm not complain like what do you mean the trade off on like what am i giving yeah yeah cuz cuz you when you when you're giving cuz i'm giving them what they want like if even if they if they feel like they're controlling me with this control factor i'm giving them i'm giving it to them but like i said certain certain things that could be considered controlling with other people or just certain just certain scenarios i don't look at it like they trying to control me it's just mm-hmm. like maybe i need to be told that that's not right what you doing or you oh, need yeah. to come, it would be a good idea for you to come do this. Right. Or I don't appreciate when you do this. So instead of me being rebellious, it's like, okay, they care enough to tell me that. So I'll do it. I'll do okay. what they say. Okay. that Nothing you just said to me sound like control. It just sound like somebody who cares about you is offering you insight. Right. Offering you a perspective. So but when I'm saying what's the trade-off, um, you're relinquishing uh power what you you're relinquishing quote unquote control because you're appreciating the support that's coming with it. Mm-hmm. But what's the trade off? What are you what else are you relinquishing? I don't know. Like I maybe like a piece of sometimes it gets to the point that I'm giving up myself like for them. But that's like I say, that's I don't notice that till I'm already in and I'm trying to like get away from it. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm jaded by the the steps before I get to the door, but I literally don't know until I'm already on the other side of the door. Like I don't see it coming up. You believe, you really believe you don't know until? I mean, I look at stuff, but I guess I, like I try to brush it off or it leads to an argument about like, they just tripping or, you know, I don't, I don't feel like it's that, that bad. So it is there. Something there. And you recognize it. Something. Okay. Because, um, <laughs> um, okay, uh, you break up with somebody. We've, mm-hmm. you, you, you break up with somebody. And then you think back on a relationship and you say something like, you know, something inside of me always told me he was like that. You ever had that mm. kind of conversation with yourself? Not really, because certain things, 
certain things that maybe I don't dislike. It just depends on what it is. Certain stuff I can kind of like overlook and be like, that's just them. So it's not something that gave me a sign to where I sh- that that situation wasn't good enough for me. And I don't think nothing is just quote unquote good enough for somebody. I think that everybody is good enough for somebody. But no, I can't say that I. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. Say, you say you I see. The, you I, you yeah. say you see the signs. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> right. But and then and for and for whatever your reason is, you have a ten, you can push off what you see because you're trading off for the reward, and the reward is you get to breathe, you get to sit back a little bit and just relax. And... Mm-hmm. So how much of yourself do you feel you might be giving up in that trade-off? It just depends on what, like, what the tra- like what it is on their end of, of how much of myself I'm giving up for them. So it can be different levels. One time, one day a situation might happen and I feel like I literally just gave you 100% of me. Like I have no control over myself at all. And then it can be times where it was like I let up something that that I didn't want to let up on, but it was minor. So it was like, I'll do it. Okay, I want you to think about your best relationship. I had one. <laughs> they all they were all they were all on the same level. Different levels. Okay. But um, all right, so I just want you to think think about your best relationship. What is the worst thing about yourself that your best relationship revealed to you about who you are? That I'm controlling. Think about your worst relationship. What's the best thing you learned in your worst relationship about yourself? I've learned that, like, oh, well, you see, wait, in the worst, what's the best thing that I learned? Yeah, the worst relationship. Was the worst, yeah, what's the, um, in your, what was the best thing you learned, that relationship revealed to you about who you are? That financially I, I could be okay without a man. So that's the worst relationship, but the best right. thing I learned, right? Right. Yeah. Is that bad? No. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, um, in our last session. Uh-huh. You got notes for last session? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not a lot. Not a lot. You said I trust men more than I trust women. Mm-hmm. Why? What do you think that is? Um, which you know is which is crazy because like I've I don't 
I kind of hate a lot of men too. Got hatred like sometimes for guys, but I can just relate more to men on certain levels. Like they, I don't have to deal with the cattiness. I don't have to deal with the the animosity or the drama. Like with guys, I can just like I can be myself and chill. Like I don't have to worry about being on the level of anybody else's or I don't I they just tend to accept me more like I can just chill with them more I feel more comfortable feel more comfortable with men than you do with women as far as friends yeah I mean I'd be loving my girls don't get me wrong but it's like I can no, we, we use the word I'm more. not judged yeah yeah we, we use more the word, yeah, about yeah. like guys and they can be like are you tripping? And plus, I feel like I learn more from guys than I do with women. About, like, about everything. Because females might, like I say, they might be catty or they might feel like, even with relationship stuff, like, no, they was just wrong. They was just wrong. And then a guy, like, when I have male friends, they just help me so I can, like, chill a little bit more. Like, maybe you're not always right, so I'm seeing stuff from, like, their points of views mm -hmm. or how a man would look at this or, like, sis, like, let me tell you this. It's almost like they kind of put me up on game a lot mm -hmm. more and I'm learning. I learn from them. I haven't really been around, like, no, a female hasn't been that effective on my life to where I've actually learned from them. Like, yeah, I learned this from you. But I could name a couple of my guy friends and I'd be like, Sometimes they be teaching me too much that it almost be ruining me. Like, let me just experience it. Like, shit. You know, it's almost <laughs> it's almost too much. But I like learning. Like, I like being around certain situations where it's like, it's not me that's just knowing it all. So. Right. Okay. Um. That's crazy too, right? No. 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 None of it's crazy. You used the word obedient. <laughs> I went I did this when I said obedient. Yeah. Cuz it's like sit down listen almost like um um look kidding you. I know that's not a word, but I'm just saying like you they it was like they're It's not really belittle because somebody, a child, is, is obedient with a parent, but it's like um, de almost degrading in a sense or like a putting you lower, like um, they're superior to you when you're being obedient. Okay, so, okay, when you're being obedient, you feel you're being obedient to someone who's someone who sees themselves as being superior to you or do you just see them as being superior to you? Both because it's, it's, I have... I have been in a situation where it's like, I'm just going to let them have it. I'm just going to listen. And if it's going to help it be smooth, okay, yes, sir. Like, <laughs> and I be knowing, like, you're talking is crazy. And I know what I'm talking about. and But it's been times where I, so I didn't feel like they were superior to me, but I'm going to let them have this situation. I'm going to treat them like they are. And then I've been in situations where it's like, like, oh, like they're God. Like I'm really learning some stuff. And mm. it's like they are, they are, I feel like they are superior to me on certain levels. So, okay, uh, so we're talking back to the word, just the term superior. You said that 
you all allow them to feel like they're right, or, mm-hmm. right? So why why do that? Why compromise yourself in a situation like that? Because when you're dealing with someone outside of yourself, is I feel like it's gonna be times where you have to compromise. And you may not, like, compromising is not saying that the other person is right, but it's just kind of like, all right, we we got different views, so let's just compromise and meet somewhere in the middle that way we not continue to argue or we not continue to do whatever is off track or whatever. So, But I be hating when I do that because then it's like, then they always think I'm just supposed to be quiet. What's the problem if I speak and now I can't even be who I am? So the trade-off, coming all the way back, the trade-off is you begin to lose yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's that working out? It hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. So what have you, what have you done in terms of how you uh, participate in a relationship with someone to stop you from losing yourself. I said I should have cheated. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ease it up a little bit. Shit. Can't <laughs> hide. I should have cheated. So okay, uh, but right. no, I um, I don't know. What was the question? <laughs> what was the question again for real? What have you done to? change up so that you don't lose yourself in your relationships? I don't know. I guess I haven't met who I'm supposed to have that type of bond with because when I do step up and I'm in a disagreement, but when I step in and just be myself and like stick to my own beliefs and traits, and even if I'm compromising a little bit or trying to see things different ways, then I end up losing them. Like, maybe they might lose interest in me or, like, I lose I lose them. Like, some sort of way we split or whatever. Okay. Now, um, everybody that you, uh, you're in a relationship with, when you're in a relationship with somebody, we're talking about romantic, intimate relationships. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, those people. So real relationships. Real ones. Well, I'm just. I mean, you have a relationship with your children, right? right? You have a but relationship. But you're speaking of right. Right. I'm talking about yeah, yeah, significant other. Right. So, um, those people are not there by accident, right? So mm-hmm. the bond that you have is a, is a true bond. It's just, I think we get lost up by thinking the bond is supposed to last as long as we imagine it. But for some, a bond true. can be one night. It can be a true bond in one night. And then another bond with someone could be 20 years. Right. That's true. So. I did take something from each right. situation. So it served. Like when I look back, that's why I'm able to be like friends with my exes. Like my my exes, we cool. Like, Learn to be grateful for the experience. For the experience. Like, and I don't see it then or I don't see it during the hurting stage or where like I'm just anger or bitter that it's ended because I thought it wouldn't wouldn't end or whatever. But once I 
like once it click and I'm over that stage, mm-hmm. I can look at it like, look, I learned this. You got this for me. Like it, we just like the time that we was at, together. That's what it was just supposed to have been, and that's just it. Like you are who you are and who I am, and like we cool. So it's no hard feelings. Like all my exes that I've been in serious committed relationships we're all friends like right now we i can call them they call me we hang out i i go out with them and their girl or i'll go out with just their girl they come over to the house like we it is like almost there's no ill feelings because i was able to just accept the lesson and accept them for who they are like hell they was probably they was probably in hell being with me too because they couldn't be themselves like you know so at the end of the day now you happy i'm happy okay the lesson is the blessing yeah and a lot of people ask me that. They were like, why are you? I'm glad that I was able to explain it. Because a lot of people were like, why are you even talk to your exes? Because if they hurt you to the point that you were crying, you this, you that, like you feeling a certain type of way, how can you turn around and be their friend after somebody would do you that way? And I was like, I really don't look at it like that. It's like I was, the experience was, is what it was. And once I'm able to let the hurt go and understand what I what I did gain from it, because you gained something from it. Right. You might lose a lot of stuff, but you're going to gain something, too, that I just don't... I'm not bitter about the situation anymore. Loss. How do, how do you lose something? Because sometimes I'll be feeling like... I feel like it's a loss when I don't want it to leave. I don't want it to end or be over. Like, I still want it, and they don't want it, so I feel like I lost them because I still want it. That sound crazy? No. You deserve it? Do you feel like you deserve it? Yeah, I be feeling like, yeah, I be feeling like that. Or sometimes I be feeling, sometimes I have felt like, <laughs> sometimes I have felt like, because I don't like to say, I never like to, somebody's like lower than me. I've dated different caliber types of guys. Like I've dated, I've dated different guys. Kind of, yeah. Right. And um, Something about each of them attracted me to them enough for them to have me. So, right. like, I don't say, like, one's higher. However, I have been in situations where, like, I just feel like I deserve more than what you have, the, the more than what you're able to give me. Like, you can give somebody else that, and that's going to be enough for them. But I feel like I want more out of this, and you're not able to give it to me. So, I feel like I deserve more. But then I... Cause I always feel like I'm a healer. Like I feel like it's my duty to stay there and help people through situations or do whatever. Mm-hmm. So even if I feel like I deserve more, right. I feel like, why don't you open up your eyes? Like you deserve somebody like me, like stop dating down. Like you deserve me. And then I get caught up. Now I know that sounds crazy, don't it? Mm, no, no. Um... Cause like, they're not enough for me, but I know I'm enough for them. Let me, baby, let me upgrade you. <laughs> I see a lot of that where people actually, we actually think we can upgrade people. And that's the thing is think. Right. Because somebody, because I've been in situations that I'd be like, well, damn, I feel like I got more credentials. Like why them and not me? But right. that don't, that's their credentials. And that's, oh, that might be over enough for them. <laughs> you ain't nothing. So but I've been brought back to life. Okay, so, okay so, so so this idea that you have of yourself, that you are, when when you, oh, can we say you compare yourself to other women? Um, if they make me feel 
insecure than I will. But typically I don't at all. Like I don't, I don't, I don't typically feel like threatened by another woman or feel like I can have some of the traits they have. I, I'm normally like, I love who I am and my personality. Like I can tell somebody like, Oh, you're going to like me because my personality is just dope. Like, it has nothing to do with nothing else. I'm just a vibe or whatever. Yeah, if you don't like me, something wrong with you. Mm, not really because I've learned, mm-hmm. I've learned like messed up traits about myself through people that, that and so it made me want to work on those type of mm-hmm. things. So I don't want everybody to have that type of view of me and I don't want to give that impression. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm perfect or above anybody at all. However, so now I wouldn't say that I compare myself unless i'm in a comparable situation like entanglement type shit or something oh i'm trying not to curse type stuff (laughs) some or something or like maybe it was entanglement but now they're cheating and they like different varieties of women that doesn't look like me is like what's wrong with me so now i'm like i feel weird so then i'll maybe do a comparison thing right there okay so you're in a situation where um, the person you're dealing with is seeing you and someone else. In situations like that, you have a tendency to compare yourself to the other woman. If they, it depends on how that situation, because see, levels is one of my favorite words. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Because it's always levels. Absolutely. It's always levels. Absolutely. So it depends on the level of that circle of that particular circumstances, like how it started, what's currently going on. Like, are you there with them? And I'm just like a two day person. Or are you always here with me? And now all of a sudden now you're gone. Now I'll be worried. Like dang, what they providing you that I'm not providing you. And so I might compare then Cause it makes me feel it, it that'll start making me feel not confident in who I am or what I have to offer you. So I guess that's so when I go it, into comparisons. Yeah, yeah. So because that that's something that, that's interesting to me that we can. Um, you're the only you. You're the only you. You got. Mm-hmm. Right. So for you to compare yourself. To another person, to an, uh, in this situation, to, you're comparing yourself to another woman. How do you? I don't know how to. How do you? Is it you can't? Can you win in a situation like that? I think that it's absolutely no coming back from that. I don't know how. Well, I'm not gonna say absolutely. Mm-hmm. All truths are but half truths. Right. You know, them tests is ninety nine point nine 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 nine. It's hard to. Because I've lost myself. I'll never feel, like, good enough. I've never feel like I've lost, like, my womanhood. Like, I don't feel... You can even compliment me, like, you look good. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Because I, tr- I have let everything go of myself that made me feel confident. I don't have that. So it's like, how are you going to give it back to me? How are you going to help me get it back? How am I going to get it back? Wow. Like how I don't know, I ain't gonna say every everything is you know, but ninety nine point nine 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 nine. Okay. So I don't know what you so, can do, but so so now you you've compared yourself to another woman, mm-hmm. 
hand, and I'm just talking about what we're talking about. So you're no, comparing, I get it. Okay, you're comparing yourself to another woman, and you've allowed the way you see yourself to be less than you previously were before you knew this woman, that this situation, this entanglement existed. Mm-hmm. What happened to change you? Because one minute you don't know and you have confidence, then the next minute you do know and now you don't have confidence. Yeah, and I think that, I don't think I'm alone. I think that's what a lot of females is why, like, and it can happen to men too, to be honest with you. It's just that we are, we show more emotions or whatever. But I think that that confidence can get stripped away from you with those and you end up being less of yourself at the end than when you started. How do you think that can get fixed? Because I'm, I'm agreeing with you um, because I deal with a lot of women who um, knowingly and more of them are unknowing mm-hmm. that they're actually walking around comparing and competing with other women. I can see women that, I, groups of women, their friends, they call it their besties, everybody, everybody, oh yeah, this is my best friend, and there's somebody else in the group, this is my best friend, and they, they run together. Mm-hmm. And they all talk like they're best friends. But when I listen to them, even when they're talking to each other, they're, complex, they're, they're almost all, everything is competition, comparison, um, better than. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, I don't believe that they don't know that that's happening on some level. No, they know, they're, they're aware, because like, I, like the circle I had or whatever, it was never like any of that type of comparison within like the the group or whatever, you know, everybody was doing doing their own thing and stuff like that. But I have, um, I have in life, like, dealt with, like, I can't even be friends with this person anymore because you feel a certain type of way. We go out and and guys are approaching me, but they're not approaching you. Then you say slick stuff or you might just say something that's, like, crazy. And it's like, you're not even supposed to even be thinking like that. Right. But in those situations, I had to get myself up out of. But um, other circles that I've been in, like with long friendships and stuff like that, we never had any type of um, that type of stuff really going on. But it is true. Like a lot of women, like even you can be looking at videos and stuff and now all of a sudden because you, your body is not good enough anymore or and it's not and you might feel confident. It's not even something that you want to change for you. It's mm-hmm. because this is what you feel like you're supposed to be. Um, what you're supposed to look like or because they might be getting attention or feel love and you you want to go do this or just different things. So well. it's pretty sad, but it's but I think that's something that's going on like period. With a lot of men too. No, no, I, I agree. Men want to be flashy, they see this man wearing this, they see this man throwing throwing this, they wanna do it. They see this man over here and he's with a lot of stuff, like somebody might want to, they compare themselves because they might be looking at you with your wife and they looking at them and they baby mom and like, I should be where he at. So it's like comparison sometimes is not a bad thing if you're looking at it to grow, like level instead of just being um, like envious. 
Does that make sense? Because yeah. you can look at someone and like, yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to be like that. I want to mimic that. Okay, so we're talking about an admiration mm-hmm. versus being envious, right? Um, I sound crazy. No, not at all. Hopefully, y'all can relate or say something. No, they do. They, 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 trust me, they can relate. I'm just being honest. They can relate. Okay, so um, and we and I'm, I'm I'm enjoying this part because I know we're talking to the audience there, and hopefully we're there. I I can see them being able to benefit from where we are right now. Hmm. So, um, okay. The level of competition I see in sisters concerns me um, because what the, the standards that they use to compare themselves and be in competition with themselves as they tear each other down are the result. Um, I'll say this, those standards are not their standards. Right. Those standards are been handed down over a few generations. And we're using like a, an old uh, template mm-hmm. for a today problem or, f- or for the today challenge. I'm at a loss as as to why we won't just rewrite it. Why sisters, and maybe you can share a little bit of insight, why are sisters using a standard of sisterhood, womanhood, and motherhood that they did not author and try to live up to that? I don't know. There's nothing that I can answer because I'm the outcast. <laughs> like, once I start to, like unlearn stuff, like deprogram myself and relearn my own route. My train of thought has just always been different now. But I don't know why more people not like that. And it's like when you say something, then it's, it's no, some people aren't, I don't know. And maybe also too, people are afraid of change. People are content because they feel like this is the roadmap. So why go here? They don't know what's going to lead. Okay. So, um, I've been saying this for years, and I and I love it. We say um, the programming is real, mm-hmm. right? Because you use the word deprogramming. Okay, so the programming is real. It's working, but not necessarily working to what we would like to say is our benefit. Mm-hmm. So if it ain't working to our benefit. We're holding on to something, okay? We're holding on to something that's not working to our benefit because we're afraid of the unknown. I believe that's what most people concern is they're afraid to go a different route. Like, and some people are just content. They don't care to learn. So, so we're describing surviving versus thriving. And yeah, some people will do it like, literally just to survive it's almost like somebody staying in like um uh like lower income home facilities and now you, you needed it when you move there and now you're on a level where you don't even need it but it's content 
and you're okay with paying that and leveling up like you you don't want to challenge yourself people are they're just doing the bare minimum it's almost like somebody gave me the analogy where it's like the i don't know who it was but they basically was like they threw a pencil down it was like jump over the pencil and you do the bare minimum to get over the pencil mm -hmm. instead of looking at the bigger site and getting to doing a huge leap people are only doing what what's required they're not doing more than what's required why do you think we do that i think it's crazy i think that we just lazy i think that like can a lot of us are content with just being average because that's been instilled you know people come from families that tell them like entrepreneurship is unreal like why are you, you doing too much you trying to do too much like stick to one thing you know what i mean so some people and they grow up with that mentality that they've been told they was always doing too much like you can't play basketball and football do one or the other or you can't be smart and do this or you like yeah. and so that happened when they're a child now they're an adult so they stick into that and they teaching it to their kids and then their kids teaching it to their kids and it's just yeah i was um messed up you know goddess mm -hmm. goddess uh puts them out on social media and and i've and i found myself responded to him by saying i see the solution to the challenge that he that he put out there was that we could we need to stop doing that very thing we need to start looking stop looking at our children and say we do okay we talk in a way that we think is helpful generally speaking we think it's helpful but it's actually hurtful so to say something to your child and say you know it was common when I was growing up for people to walk up to me and say, so uh, what do you want to do when you grow up? Oh, yeah, you talked about this on your last panel. Right? So we're actually teaching the child to pick one thing mm -hmm. to be or to do when they have multiple talents. And we're not nurturing them all. So... Now they grow up. They go to do that thing. I don't know if it's basketball or to go to law school or to be, and it, uh, to be a, a medical doctor. It doesn't pan out. Then most because, of the time they're lost. They don't know what to do no more. Right, right. Because we locked them into one thing. They can't do that one thing. Now we're in an identity crisis because we think what, well, yeah, we tend to look at what we do as who we are. Mm-hmm. We don't say, you know, your job is your job, but your job is not who you are. It's what you do, mm -hmm. but it's not who you are. But in the, like the dating process, when people identify themselves, they do that. So now that we're here, I would like for you to describe yourself without talking about what you do, without talking about your family, and without talking about religion, who are you? I'm creative. I'm, um, I'm caring. I'm generous. And honestly, too forgiven. How are you too forgiven? Because some people... Okay, so let me say... So maybe I'm too... 
accepting because you can forgive somebody and no longer have to accept them. And I don't do that. Sometimes I for, I forgive and, and accept, and I don't often know that those are two different things, and it's okay to do both of those things at the same time. It's not okay, actually, to it's be not. accepting. You Because know, I, I, sometimes I can forgive, but I'm accepting instead of, like, I forgive you, but we ain't going to even put myself to even go through this situation. Or some forgive you, but I'm also eliminating you. So I think that some, I'm too accepting. Too accepting, too forgiving. Try to say more about being too accepting and too forgiving. How does that? I'm trying to, because you, what I'm hearing is that's a bad thing mm-hmm. to be too it has accepting. Been bad for me. How is it bad for you? For you to be accepting of others and forgiving of others. How is it bad for you? Cause you shouldn't. I shouldn't have to keep forgiving somebody, and when and when it's a, it's start to be a pattern. Like forgive them and then just move on. Like instead of forgiving it, accepting it and allowing it. So when I'm saying accepting, I'm saying allowing is gonna go along with it. Cause I'm accepting and allowing that person to continue to do the same thing. Okay. So, so that's what I mean talking about. That. We're talking about repeated behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you can say that's abusive. Mm, I guess behavior. Somebody keeps doing it and keeps doing it, keeps yeah, doing it's it. Abusive you keep allowing it, hurts. it. You keep allowing it. You keep allowing it. Yeah, it is abusive. So it's abusive, abusive behavior. Mm-hmm. In those scenarios, who's the abuser? You or them? To you. Um, who's abusing you? You or them? Once it's like habitual, at that point, I feel like it's myself. Because I'm allowing it. Like, nobody can do nothing that you don't allow. And, like, whatever. Of course, like, when you're in it, you give yourselves a million and one reasons. But at the end of the day, like, if you want it to stop, you can stop it. But so I abuse myself by even allowing myself to go through it. But when you say that, they look at you crazy. Like, you being funny. And I'm like, you know, I don't even blame you. I blame myself for allowing it. Then it's like, now nah, you're being funny. You're being sarcastic. Like, when for real, like, I really have blamed myself. Like, you know what? Because I just, I, I allowed you to feel like it was okay to handle me like that. So you took it and ran. No, that's, that's not crazy. I mean, I get what you're saying, but that's not crazy at all. That's actually just you being accountable for your decisions. Yeah. And... As you know, I do conversations all the time, and and one of the issues brothers seem to have with sisters is sisters being accountable. So the fact that you can be accountable is probably one of the reasons why when you was talking, you were speaking earlier about being cur- be more be about being more comfortable in a circle of men. Than you are in a circle of women friends, because the guys can be more accepting because you can be more accountable. Yeah. And then they can, as you say, put you up on game, <laughs> right? Because they, because now, because we, <clears throat> when you be once you're in that room where you're being accountable, people begin to see you as a winner. Yeah. 
right? But when you can't be on, when you can't be unaccountable, simple things like apologize. Yeah, and I've become like it's almost to where like um, that females or certain people will probably think like I'm I'm soft because it's like I can have a conversation about my feelings now. Or I can apologize when I'm dead wrong. I can be like, nah, I messed up. I shouldn't have did that. Or this was wrong or whatever the case may be. And and even with, like, relationship stuff, too, I could just be like, nah, I went too far. Like, be you tripping. <laughs> <laughs> so I could be like, sir, bae. <laughs> but bae, I'm sorry that I made you feel this way. That was not my intentions. Like, I apologize that, that I'm the reason why you feel like that. So, but they came through. I mean, it took me years to get there because I used to always felt like I ain't never wrong. And it took me to like, it took me to um, people to walk away from me because every, everybody that leave is not a loss. I explain right. what I feel like losses are. But it took certain situations for me to be like, to start being accountable. Like it's like, this is a, this is an issue that you need to work on within yourself. Like you, you're not right and you're not even teachable and you're not such and such. So I had to really go into like a, a box off with myself. And you learned that through lost? Uh, yeah, loss. I learned it through gains. Like I started being able to be around other different type of situations that was more pros prospering than other current situations that I had going mm -hmm. on. So, th so through lost and gain, I just learned to, I don't got all the answers. I don't know it all. I gotta check myself. Okay. And be able to be checked. Yeah, that part. So I used to be like, all right. and now I'm like they can start saying stuff, and I feel the truth in it. Mm -hmm. I just can't do. I can't argue back. Like, what is it that you want me to say? I'm saying that you're right, sir. <laughs> like, y'all need. <laughs> you got it. Everything that you're saying is absolutely right. So what can you say? Yeah. I think one of the things that happens when we when we get in moments like what we're talking about um uh, with our partner um is when a thing happens that don't feel good but we feel like loyalty or trust have been betrayed um is we want to kind of half ass the apology <laughs> pressure under the table right, right. we 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 want to we want to kind of like it's more important to end the situation than actually be truly apologetic so we want to say enough to get away from the situation they cover it but don't fix it right and so right. that so that wound is still there right and then little things that you do is gonna remind them of that other wound and it's like you keep bringing this up but it's like we never close the wound we never close you know you're yeah. re-scratching it and re-scratching it yeah. and re-scratching yeah. it yeah. but they don't get that people don't get that I don't understand. That's why I, I think I'm doomed. No. I think that all. I'm going to just like all the, a lot of women in my family have been like alone and stuff like that. And I just really don't want that. But sometimes I feel like, like I'm just going to die alone because I'm so hard to be understood, but it's so simple. I, yeah. Well, okay. Um, now the way these things work is, Right. I got to build a man. <laughs> <laughs> I have to build a man because I don't even know. Like, I think, I don't know. 
I think I'm putting down a lot of things that are major characteristics for myself that are important. Mm -hmm. I'm trading them in for other values. Why would you do that? I don't know. But if the next man that coming, he just, you know, not on the, not on the good physical side, we just going to have to make it work because okay. I'm settled. I'm, I'm like, I'm not being. Okay. If you, under, okay. I don't if know. You, if you are compromising yourself, right? On any level, if you're compromising yourself, there's con confusion is present. Right? And if you're confused in terms of how you're moving, then whoever you're with can't can't find a can't find solid ground, can't find a foundation to build upon with you. You know what's so crazy that you said that? That a person told me, you're confusing me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so crazy that you said that because I have had a person tell me, like, you can, you know what I'm saying? In my past, like, you're confusing mm -hmm. me. And I was like, what's confusing? I, I don't know which way to go. I think, okay, I think for... Um, <laughs> no, somebody put this. Somebody, somebody put this again into. What the time is it? Can we get a time check? Somebody put into the social media atmosphere. Um, <laughs> what do women want? And a lot can't answer it. A lot of people can't answer it. But definitely women, it fall, a, lot of, a lot of people, a lot of men either, but it falls on women because we always complaining or making the guy feel like, which is crazy. A lot of times we make the man feel like they not enough. And then when they ask you like, well, what is it that you want me to do? It's just like they ask you, like you saying, I'm hungry. They're like, well, what you want? Like, I don't know. Then y'all going back and forth. Like, you don't know. About getting something to eat. Like, About yeah. getting something to eat. And like, us women, we crazy like that. We need to cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> like we need to cut it out, okay. man. So, so the answer because what what the first thing that popped into my head when I I saw, can answer. I'm just trying to have they back. No, okay, okay. The, I know what I want. <laughs> I'm trying to have they back. No, but I mean, say the first thing that happened was the first thing that popped into my head was they don't even know what they yep. want. Sad, like, and they'll, they'll be stuck. Like, what is it? And you know why? It's because they never. Um, a lot of times, females don't know. They don't. They feel like they can't even put a value on themselves. They don't know. They don't know their own worth. They don't know what it is they have going on that, that can help someone else or what they have to offer. And they never had anybody to, they never had anybody to have those type of, and that's sad, something is what you want. To some people, that's, that is a deep conversation, people, what it should yeah. be like surface. It, but yeah. they never experienced anybody conversing with them like that on those type of levels to say like, I want to make you happy. What, what is it that's going to make you happy? I think there's a level of hopelessness there. Right, where as this is a catch twenty two. I got a second part. Right, because we don't, we don't, we don't want to say what we want because what we want might seem far fetched. But if you can't say what you want, and I'm using the word want want loosely because you know um, we talked we talked about the law of attraction before. Mm -hmm. Okay, when you when you're determining how you're going to move and what's going to manifest to you the word the word want is a horrible word to use when you're talking about achieving something 
Mm. It's a horrible. It actually puts you in a place of wanting. Right? Um, uh, shout out to my man, Hope. But the word hope also puts you in a place of wanting. So you're actually not in a place or space to achieve. These are words that sound good, but create the energy of not actually not actually accomplish accomplishing anything. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, and and I was I mean this it's amazing how this is happening because I was just saying last over the, I've been having this conversation with people for the last couple of weeks. The term when Jesse Jackson ran for president. His, his thing was keep hope alive, mm. right? So then we say, okay, so what is hope, right? And basically, everybody, you know, a way of looking at what I want, you know, where, where I'm going to go and what I'm going to achieve, right? Um, the direction to move in and, and, okay, cool. But if you keep hope alive, then what you're actually keeping alive is wanting to achieve something. So yeah, you can't hope, achieve hope, it. Hope a lot for me is like more like a manifestation. Like you're manifesting a vision, but you're moving towards it. But I had two parts of the answer. Yeah, oh, oh, absolutely. Go ahead. So the other part is that women are, most women that still in, in touch with a woman, they can be acting crazy, but they still got, even if it's a little piece of like the, the real woman, like a what a real woman is supposed to be inside of them, then they are natural born like um, people that nurture. So a lot of women put themselves and different stuff aside to, and they they're not asked by men like what's gonna make you happy, what is it that you want. They're so used to giving, 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 mm -hmm. and not really used to a man pouring back in that aspect of let's really sit down and communicate versus me just being a provider. What is it really that you want? A lot of women don't get that from men. Are they supposed to get that from men? Yeah. Why? When, because women give, it's it's a common gown. It's one accord. Like, you guys are supposed to put what each other want. Cause, and I go through this all the time. Like, what makes you happy doesn't necessarily mean that you can give that same thing to this person. It's going to make them happy. So both parties have to work on what makes that other person happy. Now you still gotta have a percentage. You gotta you have to be made happy too. You gotta you have a to happy, be happy. Yeah, happiness but is an inside job, right? It is an inside job, but so many people like lose the whole concept. I feel this is what my own opinion. I feel like sometimes people, yeah, but it's back to what you saying. Sometimes just like women, they're so used to giving, they're not used to getting that type of love or um, nourishment back from a man. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I think that's rare. Okay. So that's why a lot of females, when you ask them what is it they want, they don't know because they're so they're they're so busy just trying to focus on you to make you happy. Okay. So, as a mother who has a daughter, mm -hmm. what would you recommend to her? so that she doesn't fall prey to pouring into a man giving so much of herself up to him and there's no and it's not being reciprocated how how do you how do you get her to get that before she's actually 
trying to deal with a man. I mean, I know your baby is married now, but yeah, my daughter's been married yeah, over, yeah. over four years yeah, yeah. now. So, <laughs> but, but, so, so, but I'm just talking because I'm trying to. Which I help her a lot with her marriage lasted longer than mine. Cause I be I be on my daughter though. Right, and so right, what right. so sometimes my daughter gonna be like, Mom, you on his side or you not even listening. I be like, baby, listen. And then once you listen to this, don't call your friends. Don't be telling nobody all your stuff. Like, you have to listen to him. And it's certain like my daughter was like me, like real stubborn, real like her way or no way. Mm-hmm. And I just talk to her all the time, like it don't work like that. Like and you have to fight through some stuff. It ain't gonna be easy. Sometimes you do have to like you gotta pick pick your battles things aren't can't always go your way sometimes you might have to compromise and do do something or be involved in whatever type of activity or, uh, or the conversation or whatever something sometimes stuff can't go your way even if you just want it to or you feel like that is right but you gotta pick your battles and communicate and they gotta be your friend like my daughter i tell my time like they still go on dates all the time like every week mm-hmm. they're like best friends when her friends come around he'll be the only guy but he there partying with them too showing, like and she's the same way with his friends they're like I tell her like don't lose that friendship right. ever. Like when y'all get mad, get mad, y'all gonna be alright. You don't need to go to sleep, man. Like, or you need to work through this, or I'll be on her. Like, you can't act like this, Kayla. No. <laughs> <laughs> no friends friends fall out, but you know, uh, uh, I mean that's I mean, you have you have moments. Yeah. Um okay, but but I'm kind of just thinking about the young the young girls. Cause um a lot of what you spoke to has to do with how people build themselves into who they are. Mm-hmm. But what they're building is a persona for them to present to people rather rather other rather than actually build themselves into who they are. Well, to I actually be. had a conversation with and I so I, I tell my daughter not to do that all the time, but even like males go through that too. I had a conversation with my homeboy earlier and he was talking to me about a certain business plan and he was like, I might switch it up a little bit different and do something else because they probably the people probably not gonna feel this right here even though i feel this right here so i was like if you're gonna do that don't don't even do the whole shending that you was gonna do because if you're gonna if you're gonna create something outside of this is how you genuinely feel mm-hmm. because you're trying to please other people then don't do it i was like that's the problem with us right now we always trying to please other people or we want them to feel a certain type of way about us so we like now we're not even comfortable being our own selves why do you, yeah, that's, that's crazy. It's not, it's not cool. That we, spend, that we spend our entire lives trying not to be who we are. Because I think people, I think that people are afraid to, um, to be alone. <sighs> okay. Um, um, okay. Uh, last little journey. A lot of what I heard you say, and this is something that's like I deal with a lot, and it's it's a it's a tough thing for a lot of folk. And so, um, the word this this the word expectation. As I see it, expectation fuels frustration and disappointment mm-hmm. right is when you expect something and you don't get it it doesn't work out the way you planned it to that's when you get to be frustrated or disappointed yeah expectations it's, it's hard to not have them but it's so why is hard, it hard living up to them why is it hard not to have them because people don't 
a lot of times people not just accepting certain situations or people just for what it is. It's like, you just should have gotten more. Like, I don't know why it's like that. But people have expectations, and every time they have them, it's like you're setting yourself up for failure anyways. But it's a catch-22 because it's like expectations go with the flow. Like, go with the flow is not always a good thing because it's like, where the flow taking us? Because I'm at the point right now, I don't want, I'm not going with no more flows. Where the flow going to take me? Well, because we, you started off talking about, when I asked you what is love, you said It freedom. is free. But what we what what way are we going to go be free? I'm not I don't want to I'm not rowing no more boats. <laughs> <laughs> like we just gonna go with the wind. Okay. Might love you today. Like are are do you are, what are your intentions? Maybe is better than expectations, but you got got to know something. Because intentions is like I think that's better because that's what. The person is intending that's coming from them expectations is something that ain't even got nothing to do with them that's just your thoughts of where stuff should go well i'll say this um in the game right intentions will will bury you okay intentions will bury you so we got to just be mindful about that um Guys use it against you. Right? I'm just thinking, just talking from a guy's point of view for women, because um, we have these little things we say. You know, you you gotta know what he, you know, what he, um, how do you put it? Um, you, you, women kind of warn other women, and guys will do it too about, um, you know, how you deal with the guy because he he will show you what you want to see, mm -hmm. right? And and then people actually say, well, you know, I, I'm saying pay attention to his intentions because I can say all the right things mm -hmm. and I can do all the right things according to your idea to look like I'm the perfect man mm -hmm. with bad intentions. Excuse me. You know, it's, yeah, men do that. You know, it's so crazy that the, the roles are changing. Females are losing like. They're losing the feminine side. They're losing like what us women should really stand for, and that's why probably why a lot of relationships are failing. Because there's certain ways that a woman can handle and treat a man is that they can't resist it. They, they want that. They yearn that. They don't. They not even going astray. But females not providing that anymore, and females now is running more game. It's like they getting to know you to get to know all your weapons to use it against you, like. Oh yeah, so he like when girls do this, so I'm gonna do it, and and you just doing it to get points, but it's not even you not even your intentions all messed up. Now they doing it for whatever for money for to gain whatever the case may be, but now females are becoming so ruthless and like just off track. I, yeah, I um, I found it interesting because when I was talking about this, when I was actually kind of deal with this like a couple of years ago, I was like I was noticing that. Uh, what, what I concluded a couple of years ago um, in my observation is that women are, be, women are being more in their masculine energy now mm -hmm. and men are being more in their feminine energy now. And, I, and, I, used to, and I, used, I used to use the same language you just used and I was like, you know, it's like we're not being who we are, but we're constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. Right, so maybe that's what it's supposed to be. Maybe the roles are reversing, and in the next 
decade or so, women are going to what used to be I hope the way not. a man moves is you know in the, in the way and it you know the roles reverse. I hope not. It's interesting, right? Yeah. So um, we're in a pandemic for everything. We're in a recession for money. We're in a recession for women. We're in a recession for men. (laughs) And I'm not speaking male or female. I mean men, women. Right. Okay. Um, I'm noticing that since the last time we did this, I think me and you have probably had one conversation in the vein of relationships mm-hmm. between between these two. I mean, we've mm-hmm. talked and hung out, mm-hmm. but, but but just like on this thing, so um, are you feeling, are you seeing growth? Yeah, because it's like certain things that the old me would have allowed and like just bypassed or do whatever, and I was like, I ain't with it. Like and I can like, I can say that at, at, and mean it, and I can. I mean, I'm more at ease now with like allowing situations to be what it is instead of like trying to control it or manipulate it to my own understanding or whatever. It's just like, you know what, this is what it is, and be more accepting. Yeah, like I'm accepting certain situations and also giving myself like understand telling my let letting myself know that it's okay to like not accept it for myself. Like to move like, okay, this is what it is. Right. That's cool. Right. But you rock out over there, I'm gonna rock out over him. Right. <laughs> like right. and I'm not angry. Healthy detachment. Anymore. Yeah, and I'm not angry. Like I'm I'm okay. Like I'm that's you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I know I'm okay right, now. Right. And like that same vein for me is I'm like um once I once I see, so if I see something, I see something in you, and I challenge you on it. Mm. Right? How you respond to me determines how I see you. Because I can say, um, I don't know, let's, let's say, let's say I'm talking to my wife, or my, let's say I catch my wife cheating, mm. and I'm talking to her about it. How she responds to me determines what's what's next in terms of. Mm how I see her and I respect her. If, if it's, I got, yeah, I got caught, I got busted and, and then we deal with it. I'm going to probably be, no, I probably, I'm going to be more accepting of that versus her not dealing with it, not willing to talk about it or continue to lie about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, it's going to make me, it's going to make it tough for me to respect her as I had. And then it's definitely going to change how I move. Right. Right. So when you're, when you're saying when, what you were saying, I was, I'm, I'm hearing that because you, I like the growth. Yeah. Cause it's like, that I'm not exce- like, if you want me, then it's not me telling you to do nothing no more. It's not me. Trying to control now at this point, I'm just con- only thing I can control, which I'm accepting, is myself. Right. So if you make those changes, it wasn't forced upon you. It wasn't whatever like you decided to. And if you don't, then that's okay. Like at this point, everything is okay. Yeah, because people <laughs> at this we, point, everything okay with we me. Can, we can grow apart. 
and it can be a healthy thing. That's why when we, a little when we was talking about, I was like, can one person be everything to you? Can one man fulfill everything? Because I think, like, um, I think it's a lot to put on a person, but I get it, right? Because I'm sure that my wife wants to be every woman to me. Right. But, and in some instances, I guess she can, but then there's times when um, I know she can't, and I know that I can't be every man to her. I can't be her brother and her husband. Oh, well, if, well, if you put it that way, you, then you, it's you different. But if you put it a way of, can, it's levels, like I say. So if you put right. it that way, it's like, everyone, like, you, I can't be your friend. I can't be your father. I can't be that brother or whatever, then okay. But if it's just looking at, like, a woman, a woman or a man as a whole, then I, I me mean, personally, I have had where I felt completely happy before. Right. Maybe it didn't last long. But you know, I, I have experienced it. I can't. I can't say and say I've never experienced it. Okay. So you know it. So you know it's there. So I know it's real. So every time when I give up, it's like I know that it's there. Right. It just ain't. It ain't there for us. Right. And I've been learning to just be okay with it. Okay. Okay. Um. I hope we get to do this again. Um. What I what I also would love to do is to give you some some uh, give you a, a homework assignment. I'm not going to do it on camera, but I like to give okay. you some some homework to do so that then we can so the next time we do it we can actually kind of go through that. I'm with it. Okay. Right. <laughs> thank you. So, thank you. I appreciate it. Hopefully this helps somebody out. Definitely help me. Um let everybody know where to find you at on social media. Um Baruti Abdallah Nasakare. Um Brotherhood, Manhood, Fatherhood, Conversation Series, uh, The Conversation Before the Conversation, The Woodwall Show, uh, Murdering Obesity While Looking Sexy. Oh, I did this last night. I'm going to do it again. Um, I'm putting together my first master class. It's called The Art of Relating. If you're interested in being able to register for the class at no charge, this is the value of the class is co- uh, of what, what you're going to be. It's going to be about close to $400, but you can get registered for nothing. At the most, you're going to probably pay for, you'll pay for material. That should be no more, I think, like around, we're still scaling it out, but we're trying to keep it around 30 25 to $30. But you can register at no ch- charge. Go to, uh, actually, right here on the comments, just type in the art of relating, and then I'll find you, and we'll get you the information you need to register for the class. And I'll drop it in the caption, too. Yeah, I'll edit it and go back and drop it in the caption. Yeah, it's going to be a five-hour hard course about how to find who you are. Yeah, people need that. Yeah. So that's what I found him at again. I hope that y'all, this helps somebody. It helped me all the time. Um, see y'all Saturday. Y'all already know where to find me at, man. I'm here, Cherry Coke, either Vonda Latrice on Instagram is cherry coke underscore uh underscore cola. Y'all already know follow Velvet Room Podcast and we out. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely.